British guys do it. I think we're, I don't think we're the only British NFL podcast. No, we are, but we're the only British American football podcast I listen to. So that's a that's a plus. Yeah, that is a plus. That's a plus. My, some of my friends, I don't know if they listen, to my, my friend listens to this, but he runs a very successful Seattle Seahawks podcast. Is that right? Always on. Yeah. So hello, Seahawks podcast. I, hey, uh, Seahawks I hope podcast. you listen to us. Um, it's very specific. I don't know. Like I, I like thinking, I like uh, knowing a little bit about everything rather than loads about mm. one thing. Kind of like, I think we're like the WH Smith of NHS, NHS, and NFL podcasts. And yeah, that, right. you know, so that's, that's we're nice. good for the bits, but if you need the specifics and you go to another spot. Yeah. I, I, I think that um, it's quite sad being a Seahawks podcast right now because things are unraveling in front of your very eyes. Yeah, but they were never supposed to ravel anyway. Was, no, that is know. true. Yeah, it wasn't going to be a good. But I guess it's like take what you can get. Yeah, right. Like you ha- like be happy it happened. Don't like don't cry because it's over. Be happy it happened. That's this. Year. I think they'd be. Uh, I think they'd be pretty hyped with um, with where they are. Considering, I mean, you're looking at Geno Smith as being a quarterback at the beginning of the year, and then you're like, actually, yeah. Geno Smith's pretty good, and I like some- I like watching him. They have some pretty key injuries as well. Like, I mean, that's kind of asinine at this stage because. So here's something about like here's 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 just a generality, by the way, about the NFL. Um, and, and it's this: if your team is like decent and you are relatively healthy, you're making the playoffs. Like that that like that's just the that's just how it goes. Like apart from a few teams that really shank it and fucking throw it away, like even the Raiders might 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 make the playoffs this year. Um. Like they probably won't, but they might. Like if you, unless you fucking shank it, if your team is decent and you are relatively uninjured, you are absolutely making the playoffs. Because when I say there's a, that you know they've got some key injuries. The NFL is such an insane, violent sport that like every team has key injuries at this stage. Like every team, and every team could potentially get one on on every play, basically. Yeah, so it's not. It's never. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Seahawks, um, and you know, we we talked. A lot in the beginning of the season, and then we're warming up now. Essentially, about when teams start hitting their stride, and when yeah, this bit of the this bit of the year, if you start to be putting together some wins, maybe not even some wins, but maybe some just like solid, solid individual performances, things start to basically move in your favour. Yeah, uh, that's really good, and you get a push for the playoffs. It also works the other way, and unfortunately, things that are going happening to the Seahawks, it's like ah, uh, they they hit their surprising prime. A little bit too early for the like for the depth of the squad that they've got. Yeah, um, I'm still really impressed with them, and I still I still quite like them. The problem is, is now that run in for that like potentially last spot in the um, in the NFC playoffs, it's it's just I just can't see them getting over the line. To use yeah. a uh, cliche. So, um, firstly, um, according to my show schedule, you have a scheduled rant about Saturday games. And I think maybe oh, we yeah, should yeah. hear that. So I hate Saturday games. I was I just I was like really annoyed at this because Bills Dolphins obviously is like the biggest game really of the year for the Dolphins. Hmm. And I'm I'm Seahawks 49ers Thursday night football, I don't really, really care for anyway. And we've talked about how we don't like how, how the, the the, the primetime games have been a bit shit. And the Seahawks 49ers hmm. actually there's a lot in there I'd like to see. But the Saturday games, I just feel like Football isn't supposed to be played on Saturdays unless it's in the playoffs. Like, 
I consider playing on Saturday to be a little treat that you get for playing well that season rather yeah. than just like, oh, we need some more TV games. So they just put three games on. Two of them were big rivalry matches. And it just felt like, you know, you spend all, in my opinion, as a football fan, and as an American football fan, I go I go look all, all forward all week to that 6pm, like, oh, weekend's over, yeah. rounding out into the weekend, let's watch some some football. And I, I spent Saturday kind of like half forgetting that the Bills were playing the Dolphins. And it's on at one o'clock in the morning and I didn't have it in me to stay up and watch it. And then I had a bunch of nightmares about it. Uh, I was thinking about, I was just dreamt about the Bills-Dolphins game. And then I woke up at like, I fucking must have woken up in the middle of the game when the Dolphins were winning. And then I checked my phone and I was like, oh, cool, Dolphins are winning. And I went back to sleep. And then I was like, I had some more nightmares and dreams where the Dolphins won. And then I spent most of the morning forgetting that that game had happened. And then I found out that they had lost. It, all in the space of a few hours, I was incredibly disappointed with what happened. Saturday is for college football. Um, it's not for the biggest game of the AFC East, uh, which is away, Bill, Bills away, Dolphins. Um, and yeah, it, it just kind of takes the edge off the rest of the games. Like, if it's 6pm and you've got the Jets, Lions, and you've also got, I mean, Ra- Ra- uh, Raiders, Patriots was a bit later and so was the, the Chargers game. You kind of want to have all of that stuff played out at roughly the same time, particularly this time of the year with like, you know, with with playoff spots on the line. Mm, yeah, Just yeah. don't have it. It's, it's, I always, I compare it to like when a team is playing in the uh, Europa League compared to the Champions League and they've got, and then a team plays their game on, the Saturday and then the Europa League team plays a game on the Sunday. They're always kind of chasing each other and it kind of bounces back and forth. It doesn't have the the rhythm of it. It doesn't feel so immediate. I didn't like it. I couldn't watch the game. Well, I could, but I couldn't be bothered. Uh, and yeah, it was just uh, fuck them. I don't, I don't care for it. Are there any next week? Yes. Yeah. Oh fuck, there's loads because it's uh, Christmas Eve. So all yeah, the games next that, week. In fairness, though, that's not that's not the same. That's like it. Christmas Eve is, it's Christmas Eve. I'm actually quite happy with that being Christmas Eve. Like, I'd love, I'm going to watch uh, the Vikings Giants maybe on Christmas Eve. Or um, we, we can preview these games. Like, what what will be a nice way to spend the day rather than uh, watching like nice Christmas films? Yeah, I there's think plenty. That, we'll do that. And obviously, we'll yeah, um, there's also a couple of games on Christmas Day, which I'm also fine with because I will watch that over some of the television that is now shown in the UK. Uh, which is not as good as it used to be. Have you ever watched an episode of uh, Call the Midwife? Uh, I have not watched an episode of Call the Midwife. Call the Midwife was one of the Christmas shows that my family get together and watch, and I refuse to. Yeah. I, also, isn't it, it's not episodes. even on anymore, is it? I feel like they no, just do a Christmas year. special, right? No, no, but yeah. as in, like, I swear it was a series, right? And then now it's just a fucking Christmas special, right? That's what It's a Christmas so special. Just... They're, like, five and a half hours long. And it's the most depressing shit in the universe. So I'm going to go and watch Dolphins play the Packers. Uh, and that should be all the fun in the universe. Yeah. But yeah, so I hate Saturday football. So next week's different. I mean, it's it's kind of weird where we are in the game. Luckily, the ne- like New Year's Day is a Sunday, which means that we'll have a full rack of games um, yeah. with our with our delicious hangovers after New Year's Absolutely. Eve. Fabulous. Great way to spend New Year's. But oh, I, just did, I just felt like so let down turning on the game at six o'clock on a Sunday, knowing that the Dolphins already lost. Mm. They didn't lose on Thursday. They lost yesterday. And it just felt bleh, not for me. 
So I think I think because we're getting towards the end of the season, we now need to open the episode really by looking at the playoff picture. Uh, yes. And I'm also going to make tell you some opinions I have about the playoffs. So one of the things, so right now in the AFC, we have the Bills and the Chiefs and they have clinched their spot. Good. Yeah, as expected. That was as always expected. Going to happen. Exactly. And then in the hunt, so number three in the AFC is Bengals. Unbelievable game from them. Unbelievable. Great. They defeated the Buccaneers. Absolutely great. We'll get on to that. Uh, fourth is Titans. However, they're 7-7 seven, seven, and they're first in the AFC South. And that's very interesting because second in the AFC South at 6-8 is the Jaguars. Now, it's not unconceivable that the Jaguars go to the playoffs. No, they're... they're... They're they're starting to play really really nice football. Mm-hmm. Like it's that game. I mean, I don't know. We, we get to this point in the season with with the with the Cowboys, and we've been very big on the Cowboys. We've actually no, we've blown hot yeah. and cold. We're not going to lie. We were up and down about them, and yeah. they are Cowboysing it up. And what happens with the Cowboys, and it happens all the time, is they turn on their own team, and yeah. you already see like that kind of fucking shitter. Um, well, it was a it was a it was a big high scoring shootout but like when mm. the game was on the line and you put the ball in your guy's hand he fucked it um trending so... up and trending down again this is a trending up trending down thing the jags are trending up and the titans are trending down the titans basically have two more games to save their season which is fine yep. they can do it. the chargers so next up is the ravens now interestingly the ravens are trending down but they've won so many games, it will be very hard for them to actually miss the playoffs. Because so yeah. we're second in the AFC North. Um, it is a big deal that they're second because they're just not showing the Ravens are not showing that they're really that they're really good. But by really good, I mean that they can actually go deep in the playoffs. Like that's oh. that they're 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 probably gonna be like my my current playoff prediction for Ravens is either one and done or They'll upset someone, but they're not. They're not going to go deep. Um, they are. They're fifth, but then they're nine and five. They have enough wins. They're going to go to the playoffs almost certainly because even if they lost the next one and won another one, so we're like, they're like they're going to be like, even I think even at ten and seven, they'd probably get in. Um, I think it's absolutely mad that they're going to win, I think, at least 10 games because they've been (laughs) so, like, probably the weirdest team this season. Like, weirder than the Lions because the Lions at least have an excuse. No, the Lions are not weird. The Lions are magical. Uh, the weirdest yeah. team is the Raiders, by the way. But the the, the Lions yeah, the weirdest are... team is the Raiders. There uh, are some weird teams this year. Yeah, yeah. But I just can't. The Ravens against the Browns this, this week, what's the fuck? Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't want to talk. Do you know what? Let's fuck it. Let's get this out of the way now. And then I'm just not going to talk about the Ravens again. Because uh, I know that we've like, a tri- because we support the Ravens and the Dolphins um, each, we do attribute a bit more time to them and that's fine. But basically the Ravens were fucking awful. Uh, well, no. The Ravens defense is good. Legitimately very good. The Ravens offense is turgid. It's so boring and so bad to watch. And Lamar coming back, you know what's interesting is Lamar coming back is going to make it a lot better. In fact, Lamar basically is the Ravens' offense. Yeah, he's the but, big guy. I mean, but 
The problem is, is when you take him out, it just shows you how bad the rest of the pieces are. Uh, their running game is really good, actually. They're fucking running, still running like 200 yards without Lamar in. But like, they just can't, there's no... Can they... I think they're going to get absolutely taken apart in the playoffs, to be honest. No like, screens. I... No yeah. crossing, like all their their routes are just verticals and crossing routes. That's it. Like, what the fuck kind of passing game is that? I don't a big, like big week so, for screens as well. It's a proper like just stick it on Madden and just fucking hammer X when guy becomes open. Except they can't do that. It's uh, it's awful. Anyway, no more talking about that. So next up are the Chargers. Now they've saved their season uh, a couple of games ago, and they are sort of trending up. Um, but the only thing about them is that they've got. Uh, and sorry, and they've got a relatively good end. So they've got the Colts, the Rams, and the Broncos. So they could quite easily get into the playoffs now. Um, yeah, I think they've. I think they went out from here. The problem is that the two big games that they had to win were the Dolphins and the Titans, and they beat both of them. Yeah. So I think that they're they're not going to. They're the pressure's off for the other two games. When yeah. the pressure's off, they're going to play better. I don't think they've. Um, the other thing, the only thing about the Chargers is I just don't trust that they're good enough to go deep in the playoffs, but they are in. Um, no, no, I don't. I personally don't think anyone's going to be going deep in the playoffs because of the state of the the the, the Bills and the chart and the it, fucking Chiefs. To be honest, like honestly, the, it's basically the same as last year. The AFC is the Bills, the Chiefs, or the Bengals. Um, in my view, and the, of the two, the favourites are of course the Bills and Chiefs, and then the Bengals are the like. If the Bengals went to, were the representative of the AFC at the Super Bowl, I would not be surprised. Yeah. So, Dolphins are the final, uh, at present, the final team, but they have a very tough schedule. Do they? I mean, I'm. Well, uh, it's okay, looking a little so, bit well, easier now. It is. I think. Let's, let, I, I would say. I would say if we look at the. I think that personally, I think six, all the six and eight teams are not going to get in the playoffs. Right. That, so, so so Dolphins have a the Dolphins have two divisional games, which basically they have to win both. Um now the weird thing the weird thing is is that the, the eighth and ninth, to add a bit of drama, the, the teams that are just out of playoff contention are are those teams, the Patriots and the Jets. The Patriots look not good and the Jets look easily beatable and the Patriots I think we're going to have to let's not talk about what happens to the Patriots because I need to just get onto it later there's so like, much stuff there's let's so many, talk about that later but some of the most delicious things that's ever happened in sports it's, it's funny that's that's the main thing the main thing is it's funny Fuck absolutely it. hilarious um, the funniest thing ever that might have happened in football maybe yeah so um, they're 8th and 9th and 10th so you say that you say that the six eight teams aren't going to get in, and yes. so the six eight teams are the Jags, the Raiders, the Browns, the Steelers. Now, you might not have note, uh, you might not have noticed, uh, listeners, but that we've just read out a list of thirteen of the fourteen teams in the AFC. All three of those six eight teams. Now, they there's a very high chance that they won't get in. A very, very high chance they won't get in. However, all of them do actually have an outside chance of getting in. I think that's bad. I think that the extra playoff team, basically, I think it should go back to being six teams. I think that there shouldn't be seven teams. The reason that their claimed reason for there being seven teams in expanded playoffs was to get rid of this sense that basically what used to happen is that 
the divi- there was always there's always a bullshit division right where the where the teams yeah. are just shit and fucking awful and they would get in and then because there was only two wildcard spots there was always like at least one team that was like legitimately decent that didn't get in yeah. but like and that's their claim but that hasn't changed like this year this year the fucking trash teams are still in the playoffs by trash teams what I'm talking about here is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the fucking awful Buccaneers but like none of it's absurd. It's absurd that all that's happening is more bad teams are getting chances to get in. Like it's absurd that fucking the like Browns are have a legitimate chance of getting in the playoffs. Now, it like they should that should just just not be. They won't obviously, but like there is an outside chance of them doing it, and they fucking sh- that just should not be the case at this stage. A, a team should not be six eight with two games left in the season and have even a consideration that you're fucking might get in the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I I think that you can't. I don't think nine wins is going to be enough for the seventh spot. No, no, Cause, no. Because if you think like Dolphins, I think Dolphins can. I think Dolphins and Chargers can both win two more games. Ravens are definitely going to win at least one more game. That's ten. Nobody's gonna no. Nobody's gonna get ten. Mm. Ten wins. So, on there. so let me throw something out to you. So the Titans are. So the Titans would have to. Yeah. Do you know what? So the Titans to for the Titans to lose their top spot. What's that? I wonder what their head-to-head. What I wonder what the head-to-head the Titans have. No, it's so interestingly, the Titans' final games are Texans, Cowboys, Jags. Now, the Jags are six. Are so I'm just going to throw this out there again. The Jag, the Jaguars are currently six and eight, right? So, the Jags currently beat are a game ahead in the head-to-head. So if the Titans keep sucking, they probably won't lose to the Texans. Um, But what if they do actually lose to the Cowboys and then the Jags again? The Jags could could legitimately get it. I I will change change what I've said. (laughs) So the the only way a 6-8 and team is going to get in is if they finish top. So Jags are the only team that's possible for so yes the jags get through and that would be that would put them into a fourth seed which would be that's so funny do you know what actually fuck that man like i'm like forget forget all the things i previously said that's funny (laughs) yeah i'd be hyped as well i'd be um also it'd be good if another uh like not another relatively normal climate would would be comfortable. If mm. Dolphins, I'm not saying the Dolphins are definitely going to get in, but if they did, rather be playing in Florida than playing anywhere else in yeah. the country, or maybe in a dome. But um, yeah, Titans could be cold. Bills, Chiefs, we can talk about the cold weather in a mm. bit. But I think if you're at seven and seven, even you got to be winning out to get you. It's ten wins yeah. at least to get into that seventh slot. It's funny. It's it's funny about like. Spot. It's so funny about the trading up and trading down because I'm so down on the Ravens because they're trending down, and the Titans are trending down too, and they're both. Frankly, the Ravens are not going to miss the playoffs. The Titans might miss the playoffs, so you should be worried. The Ravens aren't, and I'm down on them. Um, but then trending up, like I think there's a genuine feel-good factor to the Jags and the Steelers. And if the Jags don't get the playoffs, then that's fine. Like there's still the feel-good factor remains. And the Steelers again, like I honestly think there's a feel-good factor to them, to them at the moment. And they're fourth in the AFC North. Like yeah, I mean the NFC the just, AFC North is silly. The AFC North is always a, is always just an insane division of like 
bastard teams. But like, I think we have a chat about this last week when we talked. I, I asked whether Mike Tomlin's a Hall of Fame coach. Well, I think he's putting together another roster. It's just going to take another season for it to show up. Um, he needs right. a good quarterback. As usual, yeah. he needs a good quarterback. Over to the over to the NFC. So yeah, there's four te- the NFC is much clearer because there's obviously like four teams have clinched their berth. So Eagles 13 and 1, ridiculous. Vikings 11 and 3. It, we'll we'll, ha- we'll need to talk about what happened this week. Uh 49ers. In my view, the 49ers are actually better than the Eagles, but that's, I think they're as well. That's vibes. Uh, <laughs> I think they're. I think the point. Yeah, the forty nineers are better than the Eagles, and I think that it's going to be. I mean, if that happens, if that's the game, that's going to be the fucking game to watch. Yeah. I'd rather watch forty ers Eagles than Vikings uh, Eagles. You know, sometimes where there's like a divisional, uh, sometimes, and this ha- actually happens like quite a lot. Uh, that like one of the divisional playoffs is like better than the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, frankly, the forty ers 49ers Eagles, I think, might even be better than the Super Bowl. Not maybe not so much this year because um the Chiefs and the Bills are such fucking uh box box office teams that like the Super Bowl will be kind of entertaining whatever happens. But there's been always been quite a few there's always been those years where like the teams are actually not that well matched. Um and like the 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 playoffs are like better than the Super Bowl. So in yeah, the hunt- I mean, all those years, all those those yeah. like I think about those decades of NFC dominance, like the late eighties yeah. and nineties, where people like didn't really care about the AFC Championship game because they knew that whatever the Super Bowl was going to be, that was yeah. going to be the like the the match was who who's going to be the best out of all of yeah. the, the teams on the other side. Um. So in the hunt, these teams like for, for the Bucks, fuck the Bucks, man, they're so they bad. will get oh they, God, the Bucks are going to get it. And they are, they are. You know what? Do you know what made me feel good about it this week? Okay, we'll talk it. Let's talk about this now very quickly. But like the Bengals beat the Bucks really well. And the best thing about it is that Tom Brady didn't play that badly. Uh, and the reason I love that is because it means that his like character, it means that I believe that his characteristic game man, fucking, you know, he's been in the playoffs a million times. He's super experienced. He's going to fucking, it's not going to happen. I don't believe that they're. I don't believe they're going far in the playoffs at all. I don't think they'll win a single game in the playoffs, and I'm very happy with that. And if they don't, I will blow up my fucking laptop. I hate them so well, much. Yeah, the Bengals good. also beat him. Like, like the Bengals beat. Well, we always say Brady, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are fucking Tom Brady at this point. Yeah, but he like Burrow beat Brady the way that Brady Brady used to beat people. That's too many mm. B's in that sentence. But so it was like, oh, okay, I'm losing by 17 points. Oh, well, just got to keep getting first downs. Just got to keep completing passes. Just got to score some touchdowns. And then the Buccaneers, it st- slowly starts to, they lose their head. They don't know where they're going and they fucking lost. Like that's how mm. Brady beat people for fucking 20 years of playing football. And to watch it happen to him is again, absolutely delicious. I will, I will, mm, delicious. Thank you very much. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so Giants and Commanders are next and they're, they just need to, I'm afraid that both the Giants and the Commanders, they had their, their nice story. You know, we've, I've, I've, I've talked enough about how much I thought the Commanders might sneak in. Fine, that's fine, man. But all of you and the Seahawks who are currently out, all of you need to fuck off and make way for the magic that is the Lions. Make way for the Lions. If the Lions, Jared Goff, if Jared Goff and the Lions get into the playoffs, oh, honest to God, put money on them winning the Super Bowl. I don't care. Like, Imagine. 
like that would be the that would be better than like for for British listeners that would be like wilder that would be a, roughly the, the I think that the best equivalent I would say is when Leicester won the Prem, you know, just that like, a, like a, that, yeah, yeah, it's like that wilder run, like they they were so bad for the first. The thing is, they weren't. We talked about this on the pod. They weren't that bad. They would just lose it. They yeah, were like they, they a, score loads of points. Yeah, they had like stuff. Stuff was up, so they weren't getting it over the line and winning but like they were showing they were almost like frustratingly losing because you were like there's 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 something good in there and they just couldn't get it right and then they did and they've just been fucking winning ever since seven seven they were they were one and six and now they're seven wow. seven that is insane yeah that's a hell of a run i like it i, I like them for the playoffs i think they're going to get in i don't think the seahawks are i think anyone from 10 downwards like packers panthers all those guys no i mean again this is another one of those things where if you are if you are chasing in uh the nfc south mm. like so panthers saints and falcons they're all only a game behind the bucks like anyone yeah. could get in the top of that division um i just think panthers that, like, uh, unfortunately i hate the bucks but Panthers winning, uh, winning, winning might well ruin the Lions getting in. So I'm afraid I'm going to have to allow the Bucks in to allow the Lions in. That's my view. Yeah, oh, um, Bucks get beaten by the Lions. Oh, <laughs> fucking Jared Goff retires Tom Brady. Yes, that's what I would like to yeah, happen. That's what I want to see. Right. So, because yes. uh, the Lions have Panthers, Bears, Packers. Now that's you know, ah, it's 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 doable for them to win out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I think that... like it's, it'll be really, it's going to be hard. It's doable for them to win out. Yeah, but I think anyone beneath that is not really going to happen. I think it's just because that, like, the in the hunt yeah. for that is it's two divisions now. I think that the rest of the guys, I don't think that the Cowboys really. I don't think anyone other Vikings, 49ers, Cowboys have a have a decent enough push to get for the top spot. So they they are going to take their foot off the gas a little bit. So maybe if you are playing with the top teams, you might get a little bit of a rub. I don't think the Packers are in with a shout at all. Um, I think the fact mm. that people are still scared of them is um, they're probably going to win at least another couple of games. Hopefully they lose to the Dolphins on Christmas. But yeah, um, yeah. I think that we're talk- it's, it's Lions, Seahawks, Washington Giants. Um, it's basically NFC South or NFC East. It doesn't really seem fair to me that the Seahawks are currently out of the picture and the Bucks are in, but like it is what it is, right? Like, yeah, uh, it is what it is. So, I, I guess maybe next, the best thing to do would be to talk about one or two of the. In, there are there are three games that I identified as like fully insane. Uh, yeah, one is the Vikings game, one yes. is the Jags game. And one yeah. is the Pats game. Now, the Pats game was not fully insane for most of it, but it was insane at the end. And so I guess we can pick, though, we can go through those games. Okay, so which game should we look at first? Let's go start at the top, Vikings-Colts. Fucking right. So, um, spoiler alert, the Vikings did the biggest comeback that has ever been. Yes. Um, that is, that is what happened. And the, the like, I, I've seen a couple of other commentators talk about this, right? But the Vikings showed both why they're one of the best teams in the league and also why people don't trust them in a single game because yeah. they were. But the the mad thing about this game is that everything went wrong for them, everything, everything, including the fact that the um, including the fact that they 
had a couple of really fucking bad calls called on uh, refereeing decisions called on them. And so it's one of those games where you really think that like if even that isn't happening, that that basically you just that you should never win. Um so one of the bad rec- uh they had a kickoff return that was just blown dead and there's no like that should have been gone for a touchdown and it just you look at it and you go there's no way the referee it's almost as if it, I think the referee must have almost like got excited and blown it dead. Yeah. You know like I've seen it I've, I've seen that happen like once before where the referee seems to have like blown a whistle out of like excitement or like acts almost it seems to be ahead of the play. Yeah and you're like but it, there's nothing like when you look at it it's so there's no world where you would ever have blown that. But the problem is, as soon as the whistle goes, the play is dead, even if it's done in error. And this has happened before in the NFL, where a guy's like basically blown it almost by accident. And like the problem is, is that the second the referee blows the play dead, it's dead, and it doesn't matter what happened. There's no way of like reworking it. So they, but then they still they still won. Like they won an extra time. Um, they, this final score thirty six to thirty nine. They were thirty three points down. That is unbelievable. And also, the <laughs> every time this happens to another team, it's because your fucking other team sucks. That's the other thing. Um, because you, how do you not defend 33 points? Yeah. Uh, so I think that this really does, this this game was all about the Vikings. Like it, the Colts were, yeah. the Colts were really good in different ways, but they they basically just took advantage of them fucking up. Like the Colts only scored one offensive touchdown and then two defensive touchdowns and then 18 points mm. from their kicker now that's a shitload of points and you win games doing a shitload of points but really what that shows is the vikings fucked it up a little bit and they kind of made their bed early uh, but the thing is you can't really once you if you've got all that speed you just have to start executing and the colts don't have they they, they were given 36 points it doesn't really show that they um it doesn't really mm. show that they are 30 a 36 point scoring team uh it shows that they're a 39 point conceding team yeah but like 18 points on the feet like that basically the, the reason why the chase mclaughlin mclaughlin the mm. kicker for the colts uh a very good kicker um but if you think about how that game played out the colts had a, a lot of really really good kick returns which basically cues them up to have really good field position if you get yeah. a good field position every time you're not going to punt you're going to score some points um you're going to kick some points um, but the, the Vikings then you they know that they've got some of the most dangerous men in the game. Like so Dalvin mm. Cook, he's one of my favorite guys. He's been for a while, absolutely just incredibly quick. Um obviously Justin Jefferson yeah. Jeff, and KJ uh, potential Osborne. MVP, I think. Yeah, I think he's gonna I think he should be. If he if he I, again, I think there's a Is lot a of people above him in the list. Uh no. No. I think so. No. No, no um, and so I think that I think the Vikings kind of fucked up and then they stopped fucking up and then they won. Like it, it was a, a dramatic, dramatic win, but they are considerably better than the Colts and they shouldn't have even been in that hole in the first place. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, Kirk Cousins fucking 460 yards and four touchdowns, um, yeah. two interceptions. And t- I think both one of them was a one of them was a uh, pick six. Like the, the, it was just they were doing things that were um that was stupid. If your team, and, if your team gives up a thirty-three point lead, that is an indictment on the entire team, not just the defense. Because at a fundamental level, your defending is obviously awful. If you give up on it, if if you give up that kind of lead, but also your 
you don't even need to defend. You, all you have to do is like not is just be able to run some clock, not even score if you're that out by that much. You just have to be able to run enough clock that they don't have time to score that many points. And they can't couldn't even do that. That's awful. Yeah, I think that if you they have conceded a lot of points this season. Yeah. And I think that they are they're going to struggle in the playoffs. Like I think that if a good team had that, I mean, in the last couple of weeks, they they've got like thirty, they've thirty six points, thirty four points, twenty two against the Jets, and then you've got like forty against the Cowboys, another thirty against the Bills. Um, they're they're conceding points against teams that don't score a lot of points. Like Cardinals got twenty six points on. I think that once they play a team, I mean, they lost to the Eagles, obviously early on. But like this, this is a recipe for a really disappointing exit. Like they're going to play a really good team because they haven't played a very, very good team. Um, well, I mean, they, the mighty Lions beat them, but like they haven't played a really good team since the Cowboys. And yeah. the Cowboys took them to the fucking cleaners. Like it's it, it's going to be brutal. Um, yeah, this so, is tough. So, this is why. Yeah. This is why. Like this is kind of why. Like the thing with the Eagles too is that it's like. A, a little bit it it kind of like a little it, sometimes I sort of wonder like are the Eagles that good I think the Eagles are like I think you can only be 13 and 1 if you're like that good but yeah I, this is partly why I sort of think the 49ers might actually be the best team in the NFC Um, that's just my thoughts on that though you know that's just my thoughts it was a crazy when it crazy comes game. to that when it comes to that like it's, I think the 49ers are quite quite easily better than the Vikings. And I think that's because of um there's a lot of glamour on that team. But a lot of it can be summarized with that one play in the 49 Seahawks game where they take their guy, their like third string Mr. Irrelevant Purdy. And he's mm. he did a play where he threw he did he did two pump fakes and then threw it down the middle to Kittle for a touchdown. It's like a 30 yeah. yard touchdown. And the guy walked into the end zone. And that is so ballsy to get your stand-in guy, not even your stand-in guy, your stand-in stand-in to do yeah. trick plays. Like how easy could have been, that could have been to fuck up? But the reason why the 49ers are so dominant and the reason why I would not put them, I would say they're going to beat anyone, is their offensive line. I mean, obviously we've spoken yeah, about, oh, yeah, about yeah. their defense, but their offensive line kept that game, uh, the Seahawks game, down. And yeah. you can't, that you're giving that guy time. And we said this before, you give him time, and you get with the, the guys that they've got. I think the, the 49ers are going to beat everyone, apart from the Lions. The Lions so, will beat the 49 the, the The thing about these QBs, right, is that every single QB that's, that's a starter in the NFL was like one of the best college players that their college would have ever produced. Like, they're all so good. And you look at their college tape and they've been fucking like, you see them like absolutely lighting it up. They're so good, right? And the reason that's important is because they come to the NFL and they look like absolute dog shit. And the reason is it's because they have so little time. And like the defenders, yeah. the 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 def both because they the defensive line can generate so much pressure and the defensive backs can stick to the receivers so well that um I've seen uh Bucky Brooks, the former Cuban analyst, talk about college open versus NFL open. Like in yeah. college, um he said that basically in most plays there'll be one receiver that's just fucking miles open. And like in the NFL, in most plays, nobody will be. And like every now and again, there's one guy who's miles open. But the only reason for that is there's like two 400 pound defensive uh, defensive ends like charging you down, like bull rushing you. So like the the amount of time you have to like 
to register it is so quick that they just don't they just don't get the time so when you do give like and you you see it with like um when you do give these guys like half a second of time very suddenly they start looking great again and this guy's but what often happens um is that they got like decent qbs from college they'll go into teams especially teams that aren't that good like the jets is a classic example of this like they'll go into a team like the jets and just fucking like have these like receivers who can't get open they'll their line will fall apart they'll just get beaten up constantly by nfl defenders and they're all their confidence and poise like being a qb is a bit like not like being a striker in football but like this is very like form and confidence based like you have to just know that you're going to be able to like that you're going to be able to do things and like and just you know like aim shoot go aim shoot go without having to worry about the other stuff around you the fact is that Brock Purdy the 49ers QB is the third string guy but he's he's joined this team where everything works so well that like he doesn't have to worry so he's just he's just playing like he's almost like gift wrapped being gift wrapped a team that he can just play in I think the crazy thing about about Purdy is like when Trey Lance comes back I mean is he going to have a job like how much better is Trey Lance than Purdy? Well, you Purdy's know what? Making them tick, and like I think that that's going to be a that's going to be a, a tough conversation. Like, it's kind of mad as well, yeah. Because a busy room in there now. The thing is, is that you know I have just said all this stuff about how basically Purdy got gift wrapped the team, but I don't see Garoppolo doing that play. The play no. we just took with the two pump fakes, and frankly, Trey Lance has had some like Trey Lance has had some reps, and you know they've been fine. I think maybe it's more of a case that Tiny like, obviously at the beginning of the season, if you're putting someone in, yeah, um, that it's not just the quarterback who has to get in rhythm. I think the whole, yeah, like whole the whole, team, yeah, yeah, the whole the madness team is how quickly like, fucking, like McCaffrey just slotted in. It's like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, but that's because he's one of the that's because he's one of the yeah. greatest running backs of all time. That's, like, that's true. Not, like, that's it would be disappointing like, if he yeah. did. But if um, you think about some of the big transfers, like with uh, like I mean, it was a, an off day for um, uh, for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, but he slotted in right away with, with that with that team as well. And he's like absolutely just going off on everyone, apart from obviously yeah. this week. The thing That's is, like, there are players who are just like way better than everyone. Like Tyreek Hill, and, you know, are like um, McCaffrey is guys much much like McCaffrey. And you just like, at the end of the day, they are it, like in all sports, you're like, how is it that one 210 pounds guy who runs like Olympic cheer speed is is like head and shoulders better than another one and it's very small margins but all those margins add up to a guy who's just like not just a bit but like way better than everyone else and the same is true like yeah the same is true in american football like there are some guys that are just like even american football is kind of weird because i think sometimes you get beguiled into thinking it's all about like measurable stuff and i think because and that's just because mm. american football commentary produces so much measurable data yeah like there's um, a lot of different stats you can get yeah, like that, and and you know, even like things like the NFL Combine, which again for listeners who don't know, is like in May, all the college prospects they kind of go do like basically are like school sports day, um, yeah. but they and all the results are put up, and everyone looks and school sort of it's almost like measuring horses, you know, they're like hand like like oh this guy's like six for eight and he's got fucking big hands. They even measure like their hands and stuff. Yeah, they want big hands to catch the balls and stuff. And then they'll 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 see how fast they can run and think and that you've got all these stats and you're like well how does this one guy but the actual answer is that it's actually a very technique beneath all of it it's a really technique based game and like 
you know, I, I was watching some, um, I was actually watching Tyreek Hill is on TikTok, right? And he fucking like put up a load of his receiver drills. And like, when you realize, when you look into that, he's talking about how he just spends hours just like chucking tennis balls at walls and stuff to like behind his back and like catching them. And like, so he's, he writes like numbers on them and he'll like throw them against the wall, um, a wall behind him and bounce off and try and catch him like as they come past his head. Oh, crazy. And then, and then read the number and then say the number that was on the ball. So that he's like distracted and he's able to, and just like little things he does to like improve his peripheral vision and his um, reflexes. And like I saw others of him like showing like, you know, what he does to like beat defenders. And so he was talking about how like normally you like align your hips because he's faster than other people. He's got a slightly different technique so that he can kind of throw another feint in and stuff. So they get caught and then they, uh, it's really interesting. And you realize just how much technique goes into all this stuff. And like, yeah, I saw I the, guess Titans, the, the Titans running backs uh, had a had a little game they were playing in training where they got like one of the coaches had a had a boxing glove on and they'd run up to him and the guy mm. would just punch them as hard as they can in where the ball was to try and like make a make a uh, force a uh, a fumble and they they were just taking a punch and then landing on the ground taking a punch and landing on the ground just getting repeatedly essentially punched as hard as they can in the stomach yeah, yeah that'll do. Um, Apparently, uh, Jerry Rice used to catch bricks. Like they would, he would stand on top of a ladder, and then they would throw bricks up to him, and that's oh, what that's gave weird. him a big hand. I don't, I don't know what the fucking efficacy of that is. But like, yeah, okay. when he was a child, throwing yeah. bricks at a child. Well, you throw bricks at a child, son, it yeah. becomes the greatest of all time. But uh, yeah, yeah, like I, I just, I guess the, the the point is that it's just like interesting how these people, like you, suddenly get a guy like McCaffrey, who on the face of it is not that fast and is not that big. But he's kind of got almost like, you know, like Lionel Messi has like ridiculous lower body strength. He's got that sort of thing where his power at the lower body, his his suddenness is so good that he can just kind of, he just is one of the best. <laughs> yes. Um, anywho, so. Jack's yeah. Cowboys? Jack's Cowboys. Now, I love this because, as you know, I despise the Cowboys and this is fundamentally a partisan podcast. And yeah. I really like the Jags. I like, like the Jags because I like uh, I like how like they're basically the London London Jags now. Yeah, and they're the, they, they're, the, they're uh, fucking well, as we said in the form podcast, mate, the fucking London Jags, the fucking London Jags, fucking London. It's going to be a riot in Piccadilly Circus if they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, all the London people coming out, setting fire to their um, London stuff, <laughs> setting fire the to bus. their like <laughs> the buses. So they're setting fire to the buses. Doug Peterson, man, like he is doing. Like he's doing good. I, I think I said this last week, but I think he's doing good work, right? But like, there's just a lot of work to overturn. But you know yeah. what? They're a feel good team, and also even in the losses over the last couple of weeks that they've had over the last sort of six weeks, Trevor Lawrence is is. I don't think you can deny now that Lawrence is having his coming out party. Like the first yeah, couple of it's, it's happened. Like he did a couple of decent games at the start, and people were like, oh, and then he had a few games where they didn't really do well. But people were like, "There's people were like, oh, I don't know." But they, they, they and they, but they were looking at individual plays and being like, "It's frustrating because those individual plays are really good, and if he can put it all together, then you can start seeing things." And then the Jags started winning again, and people start going, "Hang on, like he is looking very good." And then they had a couple of losses, but yeah, again, even in those losses, he was starting to. Re- he was very clearly. You can always see it as the season progresses. You can see him like putting it together. Last couple of games, he's been like having fun with it, which yeah. 
very he's clearly started to it i think it's happening for him uh you know they they might not make the playoffs in fact they probably probably won't but they might they have it we've already talked about how they've got a decent chance of making it it's a feel-good thing they they he seems to be having fun with it um i also noticed that like they over the last few weeks um a thing that's really interesting about Lawrence is that last, well, not really interesting, but you know, it, it's a thing uh, that really makes me think he's doing well is that um, it, sometimes when you have a QB that starts doing well, what it is is they find like one receiver and they develop a connection with them, but he's actually hit a different receiver for over a hundred yards for each of the last three games, which suggests yeah. that he he is like just taking what's what the what the defense is giving him, and that's really interesting. That's really good because that that means that he's basically he's learning how to be good. Yeah, he's developing. I mean, this is the guy he's playing like he did in college. Like, I remember when he was getting going to be drafted, just trying mm-hmm. to find video of him playing, and you're like, oh, this guy is. I mean, was I? I don't know. Was I excited about him as I was like Andrew Luck? Like maybe no, I wasn't. the chance. I thought, well, I don't know. There was this kind of... I think it's just because the last few years of the NFL draft when it comes to the quarterback, it's mm-hmm. been like... It's been a lot of the peaks and troughs of like, this is the best quarterback class of the last mm-hmm. 10 years. And then this is the shittiest quarterback class of the last 10 years. And then it just keeps bouncing up and down. And But I think that, you know, I, I watched him play live when, when the Dolphins lost last year um, against the Jags and uh, Spurs. And I was like, this guy... He he's got he's got that fundamental um, quarterback in him, and I think it's there. It's just they need to improve on the D. I think they get. I I think that if you look, their schedule is very very kind. Um, mm. So they've got a jet. They've got to play the Jets, which obviously is is great for the uh, AFC in general. Uh, then Texans, they win that, and they and then they got to they, t- Titans for the for all the marbles at the end. I think they get. I think they're going to not not just get into the playoffs. Um, I think they're going to finish top of the AFC South. Um, it's just they need a little bit of help. I mean, if you take one that one game off them, the the Titans Jags game, um, and then the Jets, they're they're going to be knocking on the door. And yeah, in in that like the way he played yesterday, if you think about how good the Cowboys are, um, or the, how good the Cowboys have been playing, to put forty points on them and to yeah. pick off Dak twice. I mean, he had a you know that's two interceptions is really really rough yeah. and then it's it's one of those games i think that they are it's going to be a good season for them i think they're going to they're going to definitely get nine wins did you know that trevor lawrence is currently being sued alongside other spokespeople for the cryptocurrency exchange ftx for promoting unregistered securities through a class action lawsuit i think that's really really funny yeah i'm glad i know even tom brady stuff. tom brady was obviously a big ftx writer as well the thing with athletes, man, is that is, thing um, I didn't know about. I think it is that thing that's got a lot of like. There's some dude who's been a bell end about it. Yeah, look, man, let's not get into crypto in this pod, but like, I, I think the, the, the one thing I will say about you is uh, I can't lie. Like, I understand that a lot of people, you know, this is this is this thing has hurt a lot of people. What I will also say is, if you are taking investment advice from an athlete, you fucking deserve to lose everything. Yeah. Um. Anywho. So yeah, let's let's go to the the, the best thing that happened the in best thing that happened. the best thing that happened in sport this weekend. Yeah, bar the large soccer match that happened. I mean, I, I know it's big in the soccer world. Uh, it's basically soccer. there. The Super Bowl happened. 
Yeah, the um, soccer Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. The Super Bowl of soccer happened, and uh, the greatest of all time finally won a ring. Uh, Lionel Messi got got his championship mm. ring. Um, but much better than that, the Patriots did the stupidest thing I've ever fucking seen in American football. Right? Like, okay, so some of the stupidest things that ever happened in American football. Some I, I can't remember the exact name. I could I could Google it in a couple of seconds. But like things have happened where. Defensive players have picked the ball up, mm-hmm. run the wrong way, and then ended up scoring, thinking that they've scored a touchdown but scored a safety. People have celebrated with the ball before crossing the line just to fumble it and then lose the game. But nothing comes close to the Patriots. Yeah. Do you want to explain to the... Now, I, what I will say is the best thing for you to do is to look this highlight up. It's very difficult to explain exactly how bad it is. But It's so difficult it, to explain that I can't, I can't even... Re- so it's 24-24. So mm. even if they just took a knee, it's going to go to extra time. So the Patriots throw the ball up and uh, one of their receivers catches it. And then he gets knocking on the door of a field goal. So if that guy then gets tackled, their kicker, it's it's going to be a bit of a kick, but he's in for a, at least a chance to win the game. But what he does is he then tries to lateral mm. the ball back to another player to end up scoring a touchdown, which for some reason doesn't make any sense. Unless the guy didn't yeah, so, even know what so yeah, he threw it to his a receiver called Jacoby Myers, and yeah, uh, and who who catches that lateral, and, and then, then he what throws happens? another. Then he throws another lateral to somebody, Mac but there's Jones. nobody. To, to, he throws it back he, to Mac Jones. He tries to throw it back to Mac Jones. So it actually starts as a running play because the fucking game's tied and the the running like so it starts as a running play. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson takes the ball and runs it and the reason he does uh, it's a running play is because they're tied and it's the death so it doesn't matter like it's going to go to overtime and you think well fuck it he might break it <laughs> the clock has already ticked down to zero so if he'd been tackled the game's over and yeah. but it's overtime it's fine and then and the, the the Raiders have been so bad over the last few weeks I think you should back yourself to win so yeah then... yeah easily you, you're looking at their record of throwing things away yeah and you're like yeah Okay, we you toss of a coin and you've won the game basically. Yeah. So Stevenson, right? He throws the ball backwards to his teammate, Jacoby Myers. Myers catches it. And then he then attempts to lateral it back to Mac Jones, which by the way is it, it, Mac Jones is like half the fucking field away, like in width ways. It's a big pass. And it is just it, it is intercepted by one of the Raiders players, Chandler Jones, a defensive end, who fucking just like smokes Mac Jones. Like he he gets it and he stiff off the QB so hard. I see him flying across the field and then just charges into the end zone. It is one of yeah. the there is no reason to rup to do that ever. Yeah, uh, a lot of people like, like whatever that was, it was just I mean I'm gonna... what seeing waking up and seeing that had happened and I just I was watching, I was like, how is this they're not even losing. Yeah. And, and that's that potentially could also end the season. I mean, then now the Raiders are kind of catching up. Now, after all their shit, they've been very, very weird. They are, mm. as we said, the weirdest team. They're at six and eight, but every other metric, they're like top of it when it comes to passing yards and rushing yards, and their players are fucking powerful. Like their, their coaching is dog shit, but they are a good team. Mm. They could easily the Patriots into the playoffs simply because the Patriots did an absolutely mind-bendingly stupid thing and it was I mean in all the years of watching the Patriots it, I I 
I can imagine the, the way that Belichick has set up his team, which is just basically don't do anything stupid, do your job, and we, we will win loads of Super Bowls. To have them now in a position where they are grasping at the most desperate of straws when they don't even need to is just the most perfect thing. I think it's time. I think Belichick should have just fucking retired right there. Just been like, nah, can't do it. This is it. I've, I've, I'm over the hill. I am done. Mm. It's if, right if, now. Not to defend Belichick, a guy I hate, but I'm going to say this because I've seen a bunch of things being like, oh, this is the stupidest thing Belichick's ever done. There's no fucking world where Belichick said that that was the play you should do. No, nope. like he's never going to call that. He was never have called that. Like the I player tried Belichick... that bullshit. Yeah, I don't think he would. I don't think Belichick would even, even if the Patriots are losing, would call a no. try for the miracle. Like I don't think that he would do that. Belichick... He would just go over to the game like I'm going to like lose at least with a bit of dignity. Yeah, the small that he has left. But yeah, fuck him. Uh, good for the um, good for the AFC. Uh, good for the Dolphins. Uh, thank you yeah, but... for the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Mac Jones has had a bit of a fall from grace as well. Like I'll say, like I don't think Mac Jones is necessarily the answer for the Patriots. No, I don't think so either. Um, it's interesting because what he was drafted in the same draft as like Trey Lance, and um, like I just it was a bit of a weird one because it, so it was the same draft as Trevor Lawrence, um, and Justin Fields ends up going to the Bears, right? And at the time, prior to the draft, everyone was like, Justin Fields is definitely the number two. And then fucking Trey Lance and Mac Jones got drafted ahead of him. And at the time, it was almost like, there was almost like a post hoc thing where people were like, well, there's, you know when, right, you know when something happens and then people sort of adjust their takes about the thing that happened? Like, so they go, and then they start picking holes in Justin Fields, and then they're like, well, you know, like Mac Jones, they, they they say kind of weird, you always hear phrases like this. They'll hear, you'll hear phrases like, well, Mac Jones is the most pro-ready. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, it, but you kind of go with it. And, you know, Mac Jones, again, like, uh, like Brock Purdy with the 49ers, but not as good, like slotted into a system. And, you know, Belichick it is a good, good coordinator. And as much as he can, you know, he can do things like make things simple for you. He can use creative plays to make it. And so it did seem to be going all right. But I don't think like he's shown nothing that suggests that his ceiling is much higher than it currently is. I think that's yeah, what there's it is. a lot of chat. Yeah. There's right about now. And basically, the problem is the thing with Mac Jones is he came out of Alabama yeah. and he was uh starter after tour had left. Yeah. And they were both playing at the same time. And there was a lot of talk about that this guy was better than Tour and he's better than Tour. And 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 then he's come up and it's like, okay, show it to us. I know that we've the Dolphins have successfully built mm. a team around their quarterback. And we'll talk about that a little just for, touch on it for just a second, because something that was a good game. But the guy's just like nothing. I don't think he's the answer to the Patriots. I think the the Patriots might um what what they did is they got a guy who they could essentially mold into the the Belichick way, which is like do your job. As I mm. said, do your job, play play sensible, um, and be logical about it. Which is yeah. the opposite of what Tua does, which is like yeah, let, right, right. Opposite of like what uh, the other success. Like if you think about how like Mahomes plays, which is like just improvise, improvise and fucking wild, cool box office. Yeah, like yeah, like Mahomes is more like a sort of Aaron Rodgers style play. Yeah, player, you know, like, except he's in his prime right now. Like, whereas Aaron Rodgers is on the 
on the slide, right? Like Mahomes is more about like like Mahomes is more like jazz. You know, he just fucking goes. Yeah. And, like we'll see and like produce pull stuff out of his ass and like that they built this like racetrack team around him so they can kind of make it keep going. Justin Fields and are the Patriots going to be able to like are the Patriots going to be able to sort it out? Like, I mean, I, I it seems so, like man. to be like seven and seven. Are they going to find a good quarterback somewhere? I mean, maybe they trade for someone. Maybe they trade for someone who doesn't have a job. Maybe they. Uh, I think there'll be some. Have I throw? Have I throw a name out of there? Which yeah, there was some Lamar Jackson, like Belichick. Yeah. If 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 his relationship with the Ravens sours badly after this year. He will either go and get like he'll be in demand and people will offer him money. But if he wants to win, it's known that like Belichick like loved him, like thought he was fucking unreal. And also he'd do really well because Belichick would just be like, Well, look, man, like he like Belichick would just design plays that work around him. And like will he be capable of that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Cam Newton struggled and he was I mean, kind of Cam Newton was at the end of his Productivity, but no, no, his MVP season was amazing. Um, I think Lamar is a gun arm. I mean, unless I don't know if he's got what it takes to make an offense around the mobile quarterback after 20 years of Tom Mm. Brady, basically. But that's that's it. Like, the Patriots are hopefully uh, gonna have a bit of an off time for a bit. Um, let's Uh, go. Also, Lamar's not going anywhere. I'm just down because we lost and he's injured. He's not like the the Ravens will keep him. Uh, anyway, so let's go. Buccaneers, Bengals. Oh, beautiful. The the, the um, Bengals yeah. looks the Bengals. There's I, I have nothing else to say apart from what I said last week, which is the Bengals look fun. Yeah. There's so much fun. And you've I mean it's it's interesting, like there's there's 34 points there. And they scored so many points over the last few weeks. Yeah, and they're they're on a bit, they're on an absolute right, absolute tear. Um, you know, six win streak, uh, which is which is crazy considering like four and four earlier in the season, we were like, are they as good as they were? And now they are. I mean, we're talking about this streak I spoke about last week, mate. Like, and I was like, well, it's dangerous that they have one, but they are moments away, like mm. a week away from from getting into the playoffs for real. And then, you know, are they good enough to beat the Bills or the Chiefs when the, when the cars are on the table? Maybe I mean they've beaten mm. the Chiefs before. It's I'm happy to watch them win, and I love Jamar Chase, and it's and I like I like Burrow, and it's it's fun to be it's fun that they're back, and it's fun that there's now kind of like you know a third horse in the in the two horse race um, in the AFC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seventeen points down, and they just kept fucking going. They just kept going. Turn the ball over once, four touchdowns for Joe. Uh, guy's a great, great footballer, and I'm I'm happy that he's in the league. So, I think that's pretty much it for this week. So, what's on next week? What's on next week? So, next week is Christmas football. Christmas football. Um, and we're getting fat and we watching football. Jets, oh, Jags, yeah, big um, game. Jets, Jags. Oh, I can't wait. Ravens um, Falcons. Look, as long as a receiver scores a touchdown, no receiver has scored a touchdown on the Ravens since week three. Awful. Panthers Lions. Lions win out. Lions Chiefs. Be, I, I think I've watched that one. That's a good game. Uh, Chiefs I don't will think probably Chiefs win. Give a shit. Yeah, yeah, they will. Uh, the Chiefs aren't really the sort of team that like drops a win to fucking like because they don't care anymore. They'll they they'll just want to roll and keep the momentum going. Browns Saints don't care. Uh, Vikings Giants interesting game. Uh, Vikings should win if the trends are as what they are. But you know. 
Um, Bears, Bills. Now, eh, I really like Justin Fields. I just uh, the Bears have obviously like got rid of so many of their players that it's really hard for them to win anything. So the Bills should win. Um, I, I think the Bills are going to absolutely smoke them. I think they. Should, yeah. I don't think they have what it takes on the defense for that. Well, because you know how the Bills have been a bit shaky recently, I think they're going to really be trying to like put some like feel good before they get to the playoffs. Forty uh, Nineers, Commanders, interesting game, ish. It's Cowboys, it's all, it's Eagles for them. Cowboys That's Eagles is the big one. Is the big one. It, are the Cowboys falling off? We'll we'll find out. Steelers Raiders, the battle of the the battle of the guys who are probably better than they should be. No, sorry, they're worse than they. Sorry, the battle of the guys who are worse than they should be, but should be good at some point mm. in the nearish future next year. A Raiders get a good, good, good head coach. They'll win the Super Bowl. Like the team's fucking banging. It's just the, the team's just good. like eight losses. Yeah. Um. I hope they they should at least get a winning winning record off this. Vince Packers um, very important for the very important. Oh, huge game, huge uh, game. Rams. I'll be too pissed to watch that. Um. It's Christmas Day. It is what it is. Uh. Yeah. Rams. Broncos. He gives a shit. <laughs> Cardinals. Bucks. Again, don't give a fuck, man. Bucks are getting in because yeah. I hate them, and Cardinals have ruined, uh, are done. Uh, Cardinals are out there. Colts Chargers again. This game, once again, the oh, late yeah. games. I love that they make the late games so bad. It's again, it's because they want to appeal to the Brits. The late games yeah, are never all bad. Broncos, so Rams, Bucks, to Bucks, Cardinals. Yeah, so I mean, but Packers, Dolphins is going to be huge, um, and we're back in Miami, which means it's going to um, be nice and warm. Next next week, I will do a rundown of American Christmas ads. Uh, but for now, NFL name of the week. I've got um, I've got Hunter Renfro. Ooh, yeah. Because great I, receiver. Was looking, I was liking, I was looking at him, and I was like, I'm surprised we haven't mentioned him before. And the reason why I chose Hunter Renfro is for, for one, like imagine if you were at work and you're like, hey, I got a problem with my laptop, mm. and they're like, oh, head down to IT and speak to Hunter Renfro. You'd be like, yeah, fuck off, anyone called Hunter Renfro. The guy only could be. Well, even that is like, oh yeah, it's, uh, my car broke down. Oh, let me send you to my my mechanic, Hunter Renfro. Uh, it's like, no, yeah. that guy, brilliant really American football player. Um, he's got four syllables, and all of them are American. Yeah, great stuff. I think the the Hunter Renfro fits in one of my favorite categories of uh, one of my favorite categories of professional sports person, and that is man, a man who doesn't physically look like he should be an athlete, but is actually yeah. incredible like if you look at him honestly he's not like he's got like quite a bit of like he's i i'm really this is probably ge- this is definitely genetics because he genetically must have like a relatively high amount of fat deposits in places where normally like so athletes are normally really chiseled um but clearly genetically he has like he's got like a slightly receding jawline and like like basically fatty cheeks, which normally suggest, which makes him look quite jolly, but he's fucking yeah. not. He's this like, un- he's really rapid, <laughs> like really, really. They like he runs like an absolute cheater, and you're like, he yeah. just doesn't look like he should. <laughs> that being said, if you did go down to IT and that guy was there, yeah, you'd be like, oh hi, yeah, definitely, you're here to fix my computer. He looks like a computer fixer rather than a world, uh, world star, fucking wide receiver. Yeah, um, no, no, like he doesn't look like he doesn't look. It's not just that he looks unathletic by NFL ter- standards. He literally, like, if he was wearing a shirt, I would be like, yeah, he probably works in IT. Just a dude. 
Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is Americans' response to the uh, the, the the football, to the soccer. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sick of hearing them say penalty kicks. Like, no, the, they won on penalties. Like, Argentina won on penalties. They didn't win on penalty kicks. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think it's quite funny, just as far as the general chat goes. Um, everyone's like, oh, Messi's the greatest of all time now. Um, fine. Maybe there's a debate. Who knows? But, but basically... People are saying this now puts him in the same category as Wayne Gretzky, um, Michael Jordan, and Tom Brady. It's like, well, can, those I, are only can, I, drop some, can I drop something out, out about yeah. you about that? That is an English journalist who said that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't that guy, know that. I hate that guy so much. Who the fuck? Do you know what, right? I like, again, like, this is just me. I literally have to look up who Wayne Gretzky is. Yeah, exactly. Like and everyone in the, in the world knows who Messi is. Right, we've got two minutes left. I mean, that's fine. We're done. All right, we're, we're done. done. Good. We're done. Well, yeah. So, so don't say penalty kicks. And uh, the Americans can go back to not watching football now, and we can then enjoy uh, Boxing Day soccer from the Premier League the way God intended. Yeah. Um, and it's Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Enjoy watching all the football on Christmas Merry Eve Christmas. and the sad shows. Have a lovely week. Uh, and I'll talk, we'll talk to you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye, James. Bye. Before you sign.